I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location, and oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions, anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 40. We're over the hill, man. We are over the We're hill. We're old. Uh, of the Independent Agent, I'm Jordan. And I'm Justin, and I'm almost 40. <laughs> you are almost 40. What's it called like when something's the same one as your birthday or whatever? Your year? Palindrome? No, your, your year, <laughs> your birth year or whatever. They call it like your, your magic. Your golden year? Your golden birthday or whatever. Last, last episode was your golden birthday thing for this. Episode 39. Wow. Yeah. So glad you shared that. <laughs> Uh, what's going on? Well, we're still under modified lockdown in the People's Republic of California. But your kids might be going back to school in person. They might be, <laughs> hopefully, depending on what the governor does over the next two and a half weeks. Not mine. I'm just a poor little public school kid. Hey, they've got room. Uh, private? No. I want to keep the beach club instead. All right. Yeah. So what are we drinking today? We are... Other than my delicious ultra. We are drinking, we call it the Schmitz. All right. Or you can call it the Schmidt. The Schmidt. One of the two. Okay. So Olivia sent this to us. It is gin. It is actually... Uh, what's Ryan Reynolds' one that she sent? Aviator. Aviator. Aviation. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Ryan Reynolds' one. And then some elderflower liqueur. I forgot what it's called, but she sent it. And then a squeeze of lime and soda water. So that's what we got here. Let's give it a whirl. It's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. Yeah, if anyone's making it, it's equal parts gin to elderflower. Then I squished, squished, squirted. <laughs> you did something. What's the bartender H- Half thing? a lime. Yeah, a half a lime, and then, I don't know, three or four ounces of sparkling soda. It's pretty tasty. Yeah, I like it. Nice work, Olivia. Trent wanted this one, so you might have to make him a second one. Trent can make his own damn drink. This is true. All right, here we go. Question one. Question one. Do I hear an echo? (laughs) (laughs) I am part of the management team at a mid-sized agency. Employees are encouraged to apply for other positions that are open within the company. In the past, all managers were notified if someone from their team applies for another position in the agency. HR has now decided that this violates the employee's privacy and their current manager no longer receives any sort of heads up. I think this caused more harm than good, but what are your thoughts on an internal move in an agency? This must be a big company. Yeah, okay. First, my thoughts are the question's too long and I can't, I can't pay attention that long. The gist of it is the managers were notified of someone from their team applied for another. So 
I'm in ABC division. There's a job open in DEF division, and I want to apply, <laughs> right? Yep. And so my my boss at ABC gets notified that hey, I want to leave your division, and go to the other one. In the past, but now it's no longer the case. Okay. So the question is, what are your thoughts on internal moves from one department to another? Well, from from my experience, <laughs> we have so many departments here. I, I mean, I don't know why someone shouldn't be able to move departments. I mean, it's better than them moving companies, isn't it? Wouldn't that be the 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 just? I think it's caused more harm than good. What's caused more harm than good? Notifying them or not notifying them? I think not notifying them because then the manager gets upset that the other person applied for a different position. Oh, like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I think if you want to move from one department to another, go for it. Apply for it. I don't know. I mean, if you're, look, here, yeah, here's the deal. No, change my mind. If you want to do that, that if you have quick. a good relationship with your manager, you would tell them, hey, I'm kind of looking to branch out into something else. I've been doing construction. I want to go into public entities or whatever it is. It almost handles itself. If your manager's good, good, quality, whatever, capable, decent, decent, you communicate that to them or you'd want to communicate that to them, that wouldn't be a problem. If your manager's not cool, then you wouldn't want to notify them anyway. So I think it kind of, the problem solves itself. Do you agree, disagree? Uh, so I think the the longer question is, are internal moves okay? Yes, absolutely, if it's a talented individual. If it's not, then you don't want them in the organization anyway. I don't think that was the question. Are, are inter- why wouldn't internal moves be okay? Because of the disruption. they If, if I move, and so let's say public entity, mm-hmm. and I move over to construction, and construction has an opening, and I'm working, public entity says, oh, we've got a lot of work, and I go to move to construction, now public entity is hurting and it's because that employee moved laterally within the organization and left that open spot. Oftentimes... Well, the alternative is they go do it at another agency and then they have to fill two spots. Correct. <laughs> I, not, I just don't know why that would ever be a, like a, a problem. Well, back in my previous employer's experience, it was. And sometimes the issue is whether you don't get along with the manager or a certain producer. And I agree with you, hey, have the conversation with your manager unless your manager is the problem. Sometimes it's the producer... And sometimes it's just, hey, I want to branch out and do something different. And there's ways to bridge that gap over time. But anytime you're trying to limit someone's upward mobility in the organization, even if it's a lateral move, since they're learning more, I consider it kind of an upward uh, you know, trajectory. If you limit that, then they aren't going to want to stick around very long. And it's not going to do well for your environment anyway. It's like goes back to when somebody, if someone were to ask me, uh, if they go apply for a job somewhere else and then try and leverage me against that person, I know that person's never going to stay long term. If in this situation, that employee is expressing a desire to go to some other unit and we say no to that and we don't help them along that process, they're ultimately going to leave as well. So you either embrace that as a culture within the agency, that that's what is expected, that, hey, when new opportunities come up, we're going to be fine with these inner office moves, and that's going to be part of the culture, or you have a very different approach, and you're going to be very open and transparent. It's going to be a good thing, so you don't need to have a policy in place, or it's going to be perceived as a bad thing, in which case you're probably losing the people. 
I think your bigger concern on it is because the person still has to apply for it, right? They need to either have a conversation formally or informally and then apply for that position. If they don't get that position and it goes to some other outside, I think that's where you run into issues with it. But I, I don't know how you could possibly think it's unreasonable. I mean, the person still has to be qualified. And if it's a senior level person and they need experience with whatever that niche is, then they either need to have that experience or it's more of an entry level. They might have to take a step down and build back up. I mean, I, I just I just don't think you run into issues with it unless there's going to be drama when they don't get said position and then they might leave because they're they're just hurt. So what you're saying is life is messy. Even in the Your agency. life is messy. My life is clean. It's very, very clean like this the Schmitz. <laughs> We good there? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Question two. I was recently invited to join a carrier agency advisory board. My manager is suggesting I go for it, but I'm concerned that I don't have anything to offer and that it might be a wasted time away from actual work I need to be doing. Do you have any experience with these types of carrier boards and do you think it's worth it? Well, I'm going to step back and I don't like the, the part about, hey, do I have anything to offer? The truth is, are you willing to speak your mind and are they willing or interested in listening to what you have to say? If they're asking you, they think you have something to offer. Yeah. like So, so that's kind of a given, but they also like puppets and people that are going to say, oh yeah, you do things wonderful versus if you put me in the room and I'm going to be a squeaky wheel and say, hey, these seven things are wrong. It's impacting our business. Let's go get this changed, right? And then you have members on an advisory committee like that that move the needle forward. It's probably the reason I've never been asked to sit on an advisory board. Or they don't see that you have any value. I prefer to believe <laughs> it's my abrupt uh, I've only been asked nature. to sit on three or four, so... No, I haven't. <laughs> no one cares. They didn't like either of us. <laughs> no. Probably for the same reason. I think, yes, it's a great thing to be able to give your input, but you have to be willing to do that. You also have to be unshackled. If you're not the owner of the agency, that the owner is comfortable you speaking freely with a carrier so that you don't disrupt a relationship there. And the other thing as far as your career opportunities go it never hurts to be giving back being in a room with other people. I mean, it'd be nice to be in a room with other people again. It would be. But assuming we're post-COVID and you can sit and meet in a room with these people, pick There's their brains. There's never going to be a post-COVID. It's going to go on forever and ever Why am I always ever? the optimist and you're always the pessimist? <laughs> in the post-COVID world, once we get through this, and you can sit yourself around very high-achieving individuals and people in positions of influence you will be best served by getting that on a regular basis. And it might help you if, for example, your career trajectory at your own agency kind of stymies out. I mean, my bigger concern goes to what you were saying earlier. You've got to be a pretty prominent person at your agency if you're not the one of the owners and they're asking you to be on those boards. Because from my understanding, they're typically going for someone more high up. So the fact that you would not have any qualification for it, I think is a little odd, but maybe they're going for, they just want an entry level account manager. Or maybe they were a special carrier that did some not so nice things and nobody wants to be on that board on board anymore. Does that happen frequently? Are you just making stuff up? I'm just making stuff up. Yeah. I'd actually love to be on some of our carriers boards, but it's probably because we just, 
call them and complain about things that they should do better all the time and they never ever make changes so it didn't help that we bashed certain marketing reps on the podcast we didn't name specifics this is true yeah there are one or two that are fantastic i just wish that they had more influence instead of flopping us up all the time <laughs> it just so if you're going to join the board be loud go and actually speak your mind to actually get something done if you sit there like a yes person throughout the meeting that's not going to help your relationships or your perception in the industry as well so if you're going to do it go all in be bold and say the things that we would like to say and if you happen to join a carrier that we know of that are appointed with and you get to deliver a message i'd be happy to send a few your way hey i had a question for me yeah awesome yeah who won yesterday uh i had a lot on my mind okay <laughs> i i regrettably am what's that six of the last eight i've won well no the way i look at it is <laughs> two out of the last three i've won so but six out of the last eight i'm 75 percent win rate yeah yeah, it made it worse, too, because someone came up to Justin at uh, the golf course yesterday and was like, hey, remember that thing you did a long time ago? Basically, Justin saved people's lives, blah, blah, blah. He's a hero, whatever. But they got into his head, and he was he was thinking about how much of a hero he was. And I just came and stomped on him and put him in his place and said, you're no hero. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think he got into all three of our heads. Uh, most sincere man on the planet. Yeah. Al. Al is probably the kindest man you've ever met in your entire life. Much better human than both of us combined. Yeah, Justin actually said at the end of the round, he's like, it's just like the fact that he says something nice about what we did makes me feel bad because like he's a better person than we are. And I don't know, it was weird. And that's true. He is. We support you, Al. (sighs) We went way off, but... You went do, way do, off. Do, I had to try and rescue you. I know, you. I know. Like I'm the trying to. Brother, uh, I am. I, I took some of those nootropics again, and it didn't. No, Hugh misfired. <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, guys, if you're watching live, at least I have cat-like reflexes. I mean, I caught that pretty fast. Mike just snapped off. The Nobody's stand. watching live. It's a podcast. You know what I meant? <laughs> watching the video. <laughs> Well, I think that's just a perfect time to sign this off. Yes, thank you for watching, listening. If you've got drink requests, send them to Jordan at Total CSR. And if you have podcast questions, send them to Olivia at Total CSR. Also, like and review and subscribe us anywhere that you're watching your podcast. They really, really help push us up. People love our content. So keep telling us you love us if you love us. Otherwise... He's going to break anything. more things. I'm just going to break shit. Stuff. <laughs> All right, guys. One Have drink. <laughs> One drink. Half a drink Half plus a drink. nootropics. All right. All right. <laughs> Signing off. Bye.